Welcome to Porch Talk. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work at a camp together and have their lives monitored. Find out happens to you. Stop being polite and start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Easy, tell them. Papito, the DMV is finest. The king has returned. The Berg's greatest. All that. Back in the Berg now. Back in the Berg. Does it feel good to be home? It does. It does. You're back with all the boys now. You're with my godchild. It's pretty good times. Right, now that we're done with the lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, do you look forward to going home after like Thanksgiving break? Like, even Paige, like I know you. I mean, you weren't far from home, but like, did you ever look forward to like going back and like hanging out with people and stuff? No. Oh. Love <laughs> bitch. But I feel like you're a hometown hero, as so like it, you like to go that. home. I um, maybe. I mean, we just got a tight knit crew. We're going anywhere from about four to nine. So it's always good to see the boys, see the girls that we really fuck with, all that type of stuff. We're all, all over the place, but location wise, mm-hmm. breaks the only real time where you know everyone's gonna be back because you don't know who's got what internships for the summers. You don't know who's doing what, who's taking what new job offers after graduation or whatnot. But you know, everybody coming home to see their family for Thanksgiving. That's what I was about to say. I was like, you know, even like with Christmas break, people come home a little earlier and all that. But like everybody's pretty much uniform for Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. And you know, everybody's going to be there. Because like summer, like you said, anybody could be anywhere internships or people just might be on vacation. So it's harder to get like everybody to link up. Yeah. Like, this is the time where literally everybody is pretty much home. The one thing that I don't like, Thanksgiving break is generally short. For me, it's a week. For some people, it's only like four or five days, especially mm-hmm. if you have like jobs or you're still in school and you go to different schools or whatnot. The one thing I don't like is like, I feel like at times like this, it's more critical than ever to be thorough with your plan. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like, yeah, we made plans on Wednesday to do this and this, and then we're going to go downtown Wednesday night and drink. And then last minute at like six o'clock, you're like, damn, I can't go. I got to help my mom with something. Because now you fucked me because I only have so many days while I'm here. Yeah. So thoroughness is inefficiency is a must for short breaks. Yeah, you really got to be able to plan your time out and just make sure. Yeah, you can't have anybody flaking. That's the thing. Absolutely. This is not the time for you to flake. When you asked that, I thought you meant if I was excited to come home and see the family. That answer was no. But do I link up with people during breaks or do I do that? Yeah. Like me and my friends are already planning on leaving our Thanksgiving dinner and going to the paddy wagon. Damn. <laughs> oh, there's that. So. There's my next question. What time is y'all Thanksgiving dinner? Because everybody, everybody seemed to got a different time for some reason. Yeah, mine is just... at one o'clock. Every yeah, mine is pretty early. See, y'all eating lunch and brunch. I know for most black people, most of our Thanksgivings are like four-ish. But the issue with that is, since I was little, mom's got a rule. Don't nobody eat nothing in this house because I'm using the kitchen to cook. So if y'all want some Pop-Tarts or some chips, go crazy. Outside of that, don't come in this kitchen to harass me about nothing. So Hmm. four o'clock was waiting a while. Yeah, I feel like with my family, like, we'd all go to my aunt's house. So it's like, 
I'm I'm there like early in the morning because you know we got to play that football game at like nine a.m. in the freezing cold, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll have some snacks out, and then by the time everybody gets there around like you know twelve to one one thirty, everybody's already hungry. So it's like, listen, I don't got time to wait around. Let's do this little prayer and let's get going. You're not long. Yeah, and then my family's so big that, like, my grandma, we have it at her house. She makes, like, the main stuff, like the turkey, ham, you know, whatever. Everybody else brings, you know, their portion of whatever they were assigned to bring. So it's kind of swift. You just bring it and sit it down, we'll all eat. So it's not too bad. I don't necessarily like that. I had a girl one time who's, like, her mom made most of the food, and then the rest of the family member would bring something. I'm not really a fan of the, like, potluck. You have something to pick and you bring it because there's too much variety between the cooks sometimes. And can't <laughs> everybody cook? Well, it's like everybody brings the same thing every year. So you, you know, like who's bringing what and if it's good or not. If it's not good, my grandma will tell you. She's not like shy about it. Good. Why are people who can't cook volunteering to make food? Here's what I've noticed. And I was actually just talking about this yesterday with Kevin. Here's the issue. People who can't cook still take they still think their food tastes good. Cause that's what they be eating. So to them, they say it's still fire. I mean, because Thanksgiving is such a food-based holiday, can we tell people they're not allowed to bring their food? Oh, absolutely. My brother made this pie one year, and my mom was like, hey, we got people who can do that. Don't worry. <laughs> She's like, hey, listen, just stick to buying rolls. Literally. That's all you got to do. Fucking one of them can't cook at all. And he hit the family group chat and he was like, is there anything I should be bringing for uh, Thanksgiving? Or anything I should prepare and bring over, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, sodas, juice, (laughs) water if you want. And I was like, damn, don't violate them like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I'd rather have that than you bringing your trash food to fucking uh, Thanksgiving. I agree. And another thing, like, I feel like people are like, oh, it's Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to make him feel bad. He prepared this, blah, blah, blah. So they feel obligated to eat their family's trash food. And for me, I'm like, no, like, the fuck? We family. I'm going to tell you your shit is trash, and that's why nobody's touched it. (laughs) And hopefully, you don't bring the same bullshit to Christmas. Oof. I mean, this brings up a question, though. Mm-hmm. Like, what is actually really that good about Thanksgiving? Like, obviously, it's a food-based holiday, and, like, people like food, but what's so good about it? I think the food base is a plus, mm-hmm. but I would still be just as excited for Thanksgiving if there wasn't, like, a huge meal at the end of it, because I don't celebrate, like, Christmas or Easter. So, like, Thanksgiving, like, the only, like, real holiday holiday my family really celebrates. But mm-hmm. also, like, there's just so much that goes into Thanksgiving. Like, you're around all the family, all the good vibes. Everybody's back in the town like we talked about. The, the city's popping usually around this time. It's just an overall good time. So it's it's just more about being together and with everybody. Like, at least for you. That's what you appreciate more. Like, yeah, the food's yeah. cool and all. But just, I mean, I, I definitely feel that. I feel like you're definitely, like, a kind of a family, friend, like, oriented person. So, like, anytime you're with everybody and get to link up, like, it's good times. Yeah, absolutely. 
What about you, Paige? What do you like about Thanksgiving? Um, my Thanksgiving dinner, since we have, I have a couple sets of grandparents, so there's always quite a few, um, Thanksgiving dinner. So I wind up having like three or four and they all know my favorite, um, dish is chicken buffaloes. So for me, it's the food because I just get a lot of my favorite foods and then I'm only there for like an hour or two and then I leave. So it's, it's strictly food based for me. So you're definitely not about the family time. No. <laughs> no. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm not super close to my family, so it's not a huge deal for me. I feel like my favorite thing, it's like one of my favorite things is like, even though I hate being outside up in the morning, like playing football like that early, like just being able to play some football and just let everybody know that I still got it and I'll bust anybody's ass out there is always a great feeling. <laughs> And then just watching football all day. Because then you can really ignore people and not to interact as much because football's on. Oh, there you go. Okay. So y'all got one family member that y'all really not trying to see on Thanksgiving that you're not trying to interact with? And it's like, ah, uh, here we go. I'm that family member. <laughs> Damn. I'm the cousin that never comes around that only shows up on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So like, mm. oh. He's here for the food. That's it. I feel like there's a lot of my family who I just don't want to interact with just because they speak a lot of Spanish, and I'm just like, all right, we can have kind of a conversation, and I'll, <laughs> I'll answer the same questions. You know, what's the job looking like? What's the girlfriend? Are you going to get married? Where are the kids at? I'm like, why are we having – you know what? Can we stop having those conversations? I don't want to talk about it. You don't really care. You're not going to think about it after this moment. So let's not have it. I'm not mad at that. Amen. Yeah, let's let's ban all these questions that you're asking that you don't care about. Okay? Here's what's crazy. Because Paige said that she's that person. My follow-up question was going to be, who's the person that the family the most excited to see? Like, when you walk through the, when they walk through the door, they're like, hey, it's time to turn up party starting. Because I'm that person. Me. It's I'm 100 that. <laughs> it might not be me, but I'm gonna say it's me because these niggas will blow my myself. phone up all day. Like, yo, Ez, when you coming over? When you coming over? And when I get there, they know I'm a bust out a flask because you know I, you know, Van don't drink, so there's no alcohol over there. They know I'm a bust out a flask, pour a little something in the cups. Van's gonna be mad, but she's not actually gonna say anything because she's mad, but she don't really care. <laughs> and they don't want to be scolded by Van, but I don't really mind it. So Van doesn't drink at all. Hell no. But she does she like actually hate that you drink? Like she knows you drink. Um, she knows I drink. She knows I'm at that age where I'm gonna turn up. Um, she doesn't love it. She doesn't really like. She dislikes it definitely. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't like that we do it in our home or like when we go to dinner with her. But the thing is, the rest of my siblings, except for like my really older ones, they won't do it around her because they know that she doesn't like it. I will still do it because like. <laughs> What am I hiding? I'm a grown man. You know I do this regularly. So she'll like scold me and be like, oh, he's drinking already. But like after that, we're cool. <laughs> he's already drinking. No surprise. I'll be showing up fucked up sometimes. That's the one thing. If I didn't have to drive, I feel like I would like to drink a lot more. Like Thanksgiving, like Christmas, like those kind of holidays. I'm pretty sure my family would have 
Like they would all just die if they knew that I drank alcohol. They don't know that you drink alcohol? No, and also no, none of them know that I have tattoos. Bro, you're way too tatted at this point for you to be hiding your tattoos. I mean, I just wear long sleeve shirts. Ugh. Nobody's ever found out about it. That's too much work for me. Like, would you get, like, extradited from the family if they found out that you drank and had tattoos? Oh, God, yeah. It'd be and had a podcast? The podcast, I don't even think they would know what that is. <laughs> but I don't show up to anything. I'm not married. I'm not a teacher. I don't have kids. I don't go to church. I drink. Sounds like a great tattoos. life. I'm the epitome of, like, the black sheep. That sounds like a phenomenal time, dude. No kids. Here's the thing, though. Why is like why is that such an issue, right? You have your own place. You're self sufficient. You have a you have like multiple jobs. You're getting paid out the ass for. You have no like kid that you have to take care of. Like, who cares if you're in a relationship or married? Like, why why is that such a bad thing at this point, dude? Well, my favorite thing is that like at Thanksgiving and Christmas, they'll hit me with all those same questions, like. When are you getting married? Do you have a boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. Like, none of them have known that I've ever dated anyone. Because I've never brought anybody home either. So, then I'll, like, say, like, I went to Australia. And a couple of my cousins, like, secretly messaged me. And they're like, I I just want you to know that we're super proud of you. And that if I, you know, wasn't married and I was single and didn't have children, like, I'd be doing the same thing. So we're just living vicariously through you, but like we won't let Mamaw know that. <laughs> like some shit like that. Like I get those messages all the time. And I'm like, y'all are fake as hell. <laughs> like, just be straight up about it. They're just listening to you like talk about your not married life. They're like, Mamaw couldn't be me. I got the kids and I'm like wiped I up. Can't relate. Yeah. So since we're talking about like Thanksgiving. Are there things that you are thankful for at this moment that you would like to get off your chest? Thankful for another year. God's blessed me with the C25. Uh, thankful for graduation approaching. Oh. Thankful, for, thankful yeah. for the struggle. Because most people, I didn't really understand this until like recently. Because my God and my dad talk to the show all the time. Everybody has to go through a struggle or hard times. At times where they don't get to do everything they want because we're adults now with priorities. And I'm actually like thankful for this process because 25, 30 years from now, I'm going to be able to talk to someone else about the same thing they're going through and how I went through it and how it's going to be better. So thankful for that. I respect that. And then thankful yeah. for friends who are always ready to fucking drink because me and my boys are always ready to fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I can definitely. I can definitely agree with that. I feel like this, like, last year, trying to, like, finally get a fucking decent job and stuff, definitely just going through all that, and it's, like, not letting that, like, those failures kind of define me. I feel like that's better than if I would have just, like, gotten handed a job and would have been like, yeah, man, like, it's whatever. Like, it makes me definitely appreciate it more of, like, all of that in the whole situation. Yeah, how did your first day go? Dude, my first day... I was like, I didn't have a badge, so I had to wait for someone to walk me in. So I got there like before eight, sat around for like 20 minutes, did a bunch of trainings. It was some girls, um, like 
um, fuck was it? Like they had like a surprise baby shower, so I got like free food, which is cool. But I was like doing all these um, training modules, and I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I have n- no comprehension of anything. But then I came in today and did some stuff, and I was like, all right, I kind of understand what I'm doing now, so that's pretty good. Yeah, just enjoyed the ride of learning how to do it, I guess. Yeah, my fucking manager was asking everybody besides me, like, who was coming in on Friday, and it seems like no one's going to be there besides me. Can't wait. (laughs) I'm just going to be sitting there fucking doing training for eight hours. You may just, like, show up if you're the only one. They may just send you home. Nah, I'll gladly take that 25 an hour to sit there and do nothing. Hey, there you go. Yeah, maybe I'll get, like, time and a half for, like, post-holiday pay. Who knows? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that'd be fire. But yeah, just thankful to have a job and see another year. Yeah, I respect that. Um, I'm also thankful for my new job because I didn't realize how great it would be to stay at home all the time. <laughs> um, even though, like, sometimes staying at home a lot is actually terrible for your mental health. Most days I'm super thankful for it. Um. And then also, I feel like I've finally found, like, a good group of home friends that, like, actually enjoy the shit I enjoy doing, which is, like, drinking and going to concerts and hanging out and doing shit instead of just sitting around at home all the time. Um, So, yeah, I'm kind of thankful. I kind of weeded out my people, I guess. Yeah. No, I feel like that was the one thing that you were missing in Kentucky. Like, sure, you had friends and all that, and I'm, I don't know where you still stand with, like, half of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you didn't have friends who would, like, actually do things. Yeah. Like, when you would go on trips, and you're like, oh, no one else is doing X, Y, and Z. It's just me. It's like, well, that, that's no fun. No one wants to go out and do things by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely found people that will do things with me now, so that's good. Yeah. Last night I got home at 3 a.m. from a concert in Columbus. Mm -hmm. And, like, we bought tickets the day of and just went. It was great. Damn, dude. Spontaneity. That's what people live for. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Oh, dude. So I have to – I'm going – I think it's next week, maybe. I'm leaving with Anna on a road trip in Arkansas. And I think I'm going to try to convince Anna to go through Kentucky because there's like a way that's like 30 minutes longer, but it goes right through Lexington. So I might try to convince her maybe we can stop by and stay with you. And that way we don't have to pay for a hotel. (laughs) And also I decided to ball out and I got first class tickets to fly back from Arkansas. So I'll have a full story on how that goes. Oh gosh. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the tickets, and it was like, I was going to go main cabin extra, because it's like, you get like more leg room, and then you get like free drinks the whole flight. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, it's only like 100 bucks more to go first class. And I was like, you know what? Probably the only time in my life I'll fly first class, so why not do it now? Yeah, there you go. So, she's in Arkansas right now, and she's coming back, and then you're road tripping to Arkansas? Pretty much. She's there for Thanksgiving break. She'll come back for like literally a week and then we'll be back to Arkansas interesting yeah cool. yeah so hopefully we'll have a little little link up yeah just tell me when probably be Friday the 6th Friday yeah just okay. tell me when and where and I'm there Dude, hey we'll pick you up on the way yeah we'll pick you up 
in no way, shape, or form am I on the way. Mm, maybe. I don't know. You'd have to, like, circle the field. You'd have, mm. to, you'd have to leave from Canada. Oh, fuck. You're not, you're not going to be home. Nah, yeah, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be out in no one six nine three three. How long are you going to be up there? I'm going to Canada, and I was literally so confused. I was like, what? Um, until December 13th. Really? Oh, fuck no. What am I saying? Um, Until December 22nd. What? Yeah, because oh, you're working, aren't you? I got to work UPS out there, bitch. Uh, you couldn't just get a job back in... Uh, Fucking home? No, no one's really hiring like that. I mean, I'm gonna work with my boy while I'm here like, during Thanksgiving break and then a couple of days. Bro, that's a wild. You're gonna be the only person in Mansfield. Uh, the basketball teams are still there, but outside of that, it's dude. Damn. Hmm. Okay. Um, my next question for you guys: Do either of you actually do any type of Black Friday shopping? Even though at this point, it's really like after you eat. Thanksgiving dinner, the sales are already online. Um, yeah, Black Friday is not a thing anymore because Black Friday starts at like four p.m. at some stores, six p.m. some stores. So you can literally shop on Thursday. You can get the same deals on Cyber Monday, if not better, and not have to fight with the crowd or the traffic. And the burg is traffic heavy always, so Black Friday is just not something. So I do not. Me and my boys go to the bar Thursday after dinner, and then we stay at the bar usually through Friday. Paige, what about you? Are you a Black Friday kind of girl? No, I'm a Cyber Monday kind of girl, especially because I have Amazon Prime. So I already have a little shopping list going, and I'm just going to press buy and hope for the best. Hmm. Do you? Um... I I used to just because like I'll literally be sitting like post Thanksgiving like on a couch and I'm just like scrolling through Twitter and you see all the because I follow all these like deal accounts they're like yo get the Harry Potter franchise for like eight bucks on Blu-ray or shit like that mm-hmm. so I usually make like a couple random purchases but I don't even know what I'd really want to buy. Well, I have thought about it this year because I really need a TV. I don't oh, know. you can definitely get some good deals on TVs too. Yeah, I need one for my living room so. I might for that. Yeah, but you can get a good deal on a TV anywhere at any time. Uh, I mean, yes and no. It kind of depends. If you like, you can get some really good deals for some pretty solid TVs. Yeah. And I want a smart TV that has like Roku in it or some shit. Mm. I can link all my stuff to it. So we'll see. I like the, uh, I like Chrome. What's it? Google Chromecast or whatever. Because you can literally just go from Chrome and like basically pull up any website or anything, even like a tab on there. So like when I'm like streaming things, totally legally, not illegally for sure, mm-hmm. um, I can just put it up on my TV and watch it on there. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I got to figure that out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really understand why people would like go out on Black Friday or even like Thursday night. Like I don't really see the point. What do you what? Good deals are you getting that it's worth it? I'm telling you right now. The only people doing this, there's two people doing this. Solely two people. Fucking losers who don't have friends or family who like them. So they're going to go shop all night, buy their lonesome with their one friend because they're fucking losers. Or 
niggas who like clout because they're going to take pictures, put on their snap, oh, Black Friday shopping, this and that, this and that. It's literally losers in clout textures. That's it. Really Is there anything? specific with that demographic. Hmm? I said I really thought you were going to be more specific with that demographic, like oh. middle-aged white mom. Nah, nah. They at home, chill. Nah, nah, nah. They middle-aged white mom loves a nice Black Friday. Hell no. Every middle-aged white mom I know knows that they're going to get this shit on Cyber Monday. Or, or they got husbands who can afford it, so they don't really give a fuck about a deal anyway. Here's the thing. You don't even need to go out for Cyber Monday because a lot of these websites put their deals online anyway. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't know why anyone goes for Black Friday. So it's really That's like... Mind-blowing. It's really like Cyber Thursday slash Friday and then you have Cyber Monday. I honestly think Cyber Monday deals are worse than the Black Friday deals online. Hell no. Yeah. Cyber Monday's always got great deals. But I think a lot, because a lot of them are online nowadays... For Thursday and Friday, it's you're getting a better deal anyway on Thursday and Friday. I mean, that could be the case, but so stay at home and do it, and don't go Black Friday. Is there anything that would get you to go out on Black Friday shopping, like any kind of deal or something that was just like wild? The only thing that I could imagine getting me to go out and go Black Friday shopping would be if. The spots downtown were like sponsoring a buy something in our store and we'll give you a drink voucher for the bars type. That'd be the <laughs> only way I'd go out. I going to say something about free alcohol. I was waiting for it. Yeah, that's the only way I go. I just, I'm not even a, like shopping, shopping like that. I'm not even like a shopper. Like if I need something, I'm going in, I'm getting exactly what I need and I'm leaving. So I'm not one of those people who wants to go look around for things, deal with a bunch of people. Like, that's so inefficient to me, and it's a waste of my time. I could be doing so many other things. Yeah, I agree. What if, like, a liquor store was doing a Black Friday? Like, buy two peach, get one free, like, something like that. And they weren't able to offer this online? Nah, so you can't buy, most places you can't buy alcohol in the store. Yeah, but they'll let you reserve it and put, like, a payment down so you can come pick it up. Now you gotta be. It's gotta be first come first serve in person. First come first serve. Nah, I probably wouldn't. That wouldn't be enough to get me out. You know how many fucking coons are gonna be at a buy two get one for free? Could you you imagine all the crazy people you deal with in the regular store for Black Friday? Imagine <laughs> how many crazy people you would have to deal with at a liquor store on Black Friday. Bro, just camping the out at the, the liquor store on Black Friday are the worst of people. Like, <laughs> If it's a really good deal, you can't pass up. I'd have to. Uh, what if they gave you a good deal on AirPods, as I know you're a big AirPods guy. I do need some AirPods. Um, if someone was telling me they knew a spot that I could get in and out in less than 30 minutes, and I could get a deal at at least 55% off AirPods, I'd do it. Mm. But I'd have to get them 55% market. That's the only Paige, is there anything that would make you go crazy for Black Friday? No, not really. I I value sleep too much to uh, go Black Friday shopping. Fair enough. <sighs> okay, let's switch into uh, our new segment, Top 5, Top 5. Um, this week, we'll start it off. Um, what are your top five streaming platforms? We're talking Netflix, HBO, Hulu, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
Oh, top five in order. I'd go mm-hmm. HBO Go, Hulu, Showtime, Fox Sports, and then CNN Go. CNN Go. You pay for that? Nah, it comes with my uh, cable login, but I don't have mm. gotcha. Paige, what do you got? Mine would be like this. Are we counting Disney Plus with Hulu because it's bundled? Nah, that's no. Nah, all- they're they're separate. Damn. All right. Um. Right now, it would probably be Hulu. Amazon Prime Video, Disney Plus, Netflix, and then, um, honestly, YouTube. I watch a shit ton of YouTube. Mm. Um, for me, um, I would say YouTube TV because my parents have that, so I just mooch that off of them, so I can watch like. Fox, sports, ESPN, like all that shit. Mm. Um, number two, probably HBO, even though I might cancel it because I just don't watch it nearly enough to get my money's worth out of it. It's like 15 bucks a month, dude. Like, what the fuck? Three, Hulu. Four, mm, probably Netflix. I still enjoy like The Office and shit like that, even though it's about to leave. And then five, Disney Plus. I feel like Disney Plus has some, it's, give it a couple years and it'll be like, just fucking number one for sure. Mm-hmm. Two things. First, I've got to scratch CNN Go. Because mm-hmm. Sunday Ticket has to be on. And then I feel like we need to touch on Disney Plus because we haven't really since before it dropped. Here's my thing, man. The first three, four days, I was Disney Plus heavy. Because I was like, damn, I want to catch up on all the shows I missed or the movies I missed. There was like that sense of like nostalgia, just like having it all there. I haven't been slightly close to clicking on it since. I think what it really is, Disney Plus a nice little thing for, to have for the girls when they come over. Get a little movie in, you know, yeah. But outside of that, right now, I think it was highly oversold and overrated because I don't think it's anywhere near as good as I thought it was going to be. And I think the thing that excited me most was the bundle. The issue with that is already had Hulu and Showtime. I think you just went too hard in the paint too fast. That's what I literally told you was going to happen. Yeah, but I've only watched like five days. That's the, like, I've watched way more Hulu and fucking HBO than this regularly on a daily basis. I've been diving deep into, like, the TV shows. Like, watching all of even Stevens. All of fucking um, Hannah Montana. And then I changed the movies so they're in chronological order. And then I watched all the ones from the vault, oldest to newest. And then I think that's what I'm still doing at the moment. 
But yeah, you just haven't. You went. You went too hard, too fast, man. I don't think I did because I only watched like five things. I really just think that I, I was oversold on it. But what did you really expect it to be? Honestly, I expected it to pretty much be exactly what it is. So I'm not <laughs> saying it disappointed. I'm just saying that my expectation for it being exactly what it is, it's kind of just regular. So now I got to like retract my statement. Where I was like, oh, you got to get this. Because unless you see yourself watching a bunch of Disney movies, I don't think Disney Plus is a must-have. Especially if you already have other packages out the bundle. Because I already have Hulu, Showtime, and ESPN. So the bundle isn't as promising. But you don't have to buy the bundle. You can just buy ESPN Plus by itself. Yeah, so I don't think Disney Plus at that rate is as pressing of a need. Like, because at first I was like, everybody must have this. But I really don't think that's it. Because it didn't I even th- make my top five streamers right now. And I think on page it was like, what, three or four? four? Yeah, four. Yeah, so like it's not like it's it go, but it don't really go crazy, crazy. I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff on here. It just depends on what you're looking for. Like, if you're not into like Star Wars, you know, all the Marvel movies, like there's a good amount of that on there. If you're not a big Disney person, and like we're not talking like strictly, you know, like Lion King, we're talking about like all the old, you know, Snow White, fucking Mickey Mouse stuff. Like there, there's a lot of that content on here. Oh yeah, there's definitely they they got. So it really just depends on like what you're more into. But I feel like the Mandalorian is a fire show that everybody should be watching. I've never been super hard into Star Wars, so I feel like I would watch it and just not get it. I haven't watched a single Star Wars. Well, I also don't like Marvel or action superhero movies, so. Well, that could be an issue. You like the Discovery Channel, though. Bro, did you know there's a Gordon Ramsay Uncharted show on here for National Geographic? When the fuck did he do this? I I do not know. Also, in case you guys were curious, my uh, Disney Plus avatar is Frozone for obvious reasons. (laughs) I picked picked Scar. Mm, That (laughs) makes sense. I'm a villain. Um, Mine is... uh... Fuck, what's that what's the chick's name from Brave with like the big curly hair? Mar- Marie. Redheaded girl? Yeah. No idea what her name is. Never saw it. Oh. <laughs> well. Um, okay. Let's see. Alright, this is a top five, but a little bit different. Who are the top five people you hate seeing at the bar when you're home for Thanksgiving break? Oh god. <laughs> We don't have to do names, just like type of people. But top, if you want to throw names out there, I'll take the heat. Top five people I hate seeing at the bar. Mm-hmm. Family members. Ooh. Absolutely fucking hate it. I got two sisters who still live in the city. I don't really bump into them often like that. Clearly my older brother, like all my friends and my older brothers here and shit like that. But I don't want to bump into you at the bar when I'm with my people. Because then you going to want to come over, you want to tell stories, talk, chop it up. <laughs> And I probably wasn't in the mindset to see you that night anyway, so I hate bumping into family members. Um, next would be friend of family members or <laughs> girlfriend boyfriends of family members. Like I don't want your 
see you at the bar, and just because you date my sister two years ago, you come dap me up. Now we got to talk. Like, no, nigga, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, who are you to me? So that's next. Third? Everybody know those people in high school who thought y'all was friends, but y'all really not friends, and you don't give a fuck about them? Like, they're the people who follow you on Instagram, but you don't follow them back? Yeah. They're third. I don't want to run into you. Um, Fourth? Would be damn, I can't believe I'm running these off without even having time to think about this. Fourth <laughs> would be exits. Mm-hmm. Exits, people you used to sleep with, none of that. I don't want any of that shit because there's only two things that's going to happen. You've been catching smoke because you're an ancient nigga and you left her, blah, blah, blah. Or fucking, you're catching smoke because you're an ancient nigga and you left her. That's 1A. 1B would be she's doing well and she doesn't give a fuck about you. And two, she wants to chop it up and talk to you because she hasn't ran into you in a while and y'all are on good terms. And none of that is what I want while I'm at the bar with the bros trying to mack on new bitties. So that's it. Five. Parents of friends. Like, okay. I don't want to run into my boy's mom who used to know me when I would have sleepovers in seventh, eighth grade. Like, I'm a grown ass man now. Like, don't come over here and try to pinch my cheeks. <sighs> all right Paige who were who are your five of people you're avoiding when you're going to the paddy wagon after Thanksgiving dinner um hmm, let's see I would say guys that I've talked to and like I've never I haven't dated anybody from my hometown but guys that I've talked to or um it like ended on bad terms that's the fucking worst because our bars aren't that big. So you just can't, <laughs> you can't avoid them. Um, the second one would be my friend's exes because if my friend's not with me, they'll come and try to like talk to me or see like how I'm doing or see how they're doing. And it's like, I don't want to talk to you. You screw my friend over. Just go away. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, it would definitely be people I went to high school with. Because I just try to, like, unless I'm still friends with you, I just try to avoid them all at any cost. Um, let's see, what else? Um, my friend's parents. Sometimes that happens. Hate seeing my friend's parents because I just feel like no matter what I do, they're going to tell my parents about it. And I tend to be, like, a shot taker, so I don't, I'm not trying to get that back to my mom and dad. Um... Um, who else? Guys that I go that I work out at the same gym with. Because at the gym they don't talk like everybody has their headphones in. We're there for one purpose and one purpose only. But when you get to the bar, there's no headphones, so they feel like they can come talk to you and try and hit on you. And I'm just like, No, I don't know you. Go away. So yeah, that's my top five. Um, number one probably people from high school that you just don't want to interact with you know you just see them and you're like oh cool please just let's not do let's just not acknowledge that we know each other and just keep it moving (laughs) um to any family members i don't want to like i don't want to interact with you like definitely rarely want to interact people in normal life definitely not at the bar um three any people from college that I just don't want to talk to, like, oh, we had a class together and went, well, I talked a little bit, but, like, let's just leave it at that. 
Um, for any like old hookups or exes, I don't want to interact with you. That's it. You're an ex for a reason. Don't want to talk to you. And then five friends, parents. I hate running into like friends, parents, and they they want to have a conversation, like asking what you're doing. Don't worry about it. Just keep it moving. Did give, give a little head nod, and that's about it. We in the bar. Why the fuck you care about what I'm doing? <laughs> you think I want to talk about what I'm doing in real life right now when I'm trying to get black out at the bar? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I'm at the bar right now. <laughs> Listen, if we haven't spoken in a while and we're not like we're never on good terms, you want to acknowledge me? Head nod is all you got to do. So who are people y'all don't mind running into? I mean, it's what pretty much the, the bar opposite the best of the list. Experience? Bro, when you see someone that like you're like you don't expect to see out there, but like you're good friends with them, or like at least you were good friends and you get to catch up, that's always a good time. That's always good. I love when I'm like, let's say me and the boys like Ethan, Kev, fucking Eli, Casey, the boys. <laughs> the boys. We all stand on front of the bar, so we go out, and then we get there, and some of the other bros are there too, and we didn't expect them to be there. Oh, that's a good night. Or yeah. even better, even there's nothing in life that makes me happier to walk in the bar than to see one of your favorite bartenders. Because then you know I'm drinking good tonight, fellas. Yes, that one's huge. People be excited for like bad bartenders and stuff. I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck about them. I want the bartender that's been pouring me drinks for the last four years. Yeah, I feel like you have a way like way different relationship with bartenders than most people, though. Oh, absolutely. Because you go out, but you also make sure that you take care of them so then they take care of you, you know? Yup. That's what makes them come back fast, man. Yeah. Because I definitely know some, like, some of the bartenders are homegrown, but, like, even then, it's definitely not, like, nearly on the level that, like, you know the bartenders. Gotta look out for the cookout. Paige, who are you looking forward to when you see them out of the bar? Um, I'm kind of like between you and Ezra. Like, I have two favorite bartenders, and one of them's my like really close friend, and another is like a guy I just always talk to and he's super friendly. Um, so if either one of them are working, like I'm gonna get served really fast. Mm-hmm. So that's what I look forward to. Honestly, cute guys that I don't know. Like, I'm not gonna talk to them, but I will enjoy looking at them. Um, and then it's a pretty small town, so seeing like exes in a bar just to like people watch and see how they interact because people watching is like one of my favorite things um let's see (laughs) um old friends from high school that i was friends with that live out of town and just like randomly show up um or friends that i've made on a drunk night out like you know how you get plastered and then you sort of start talking to everybody those mm-hmm. friends I always enjoy seeing out. Mm, but that's about it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> um, top five pie flavors all time. What are your favorites? Pie. Mm-hmm. Coconut. Yep. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter. Blackberry. And pie. I think that I I just have four. I'm sorry. I That's fine. Point, but that I missed the question. Top five pie flavors. I don't even know if you'd like pie. 
I actually hate pie. <laughs> if I had to give it to you, I'd go, are we considering cheesecake a pie or not? No. Mm. I mean, it is made in a pie tin, but it's cheesecake. Like it doesn't have really a layer either. of crust, like a normal pie, or meringue on top. But it's so not cake. What's the ruling? I'm going to say cheesecake its own category. Fuck. All right, so if it's a strictly pie, I'd go sweet potato, mm-hmm. no crust, um, apple, no crust. <laughs> um, that's, that's it. Those are my only two. The only pies you'll ever see me eat is sweet potato, but my family hates it because I'm going to take the knife and cut across the back end so I don't get any crust. And I will do the exact same with the apple. And I'm going to take the little top layer off and just scoop the apples out of the inside of the pie. I'm a villain. It doesn't mean I sound like you like pie. I hate, I hate pie. Yeah, it really just sounds like you like the inside. So you just like sweet potatoes and you like apples covered in cinnamon. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much it. Interesting. Um, top five. Pumpkin, number one. Um, peanut butter number two, three, apple, four, chocolate, peanut butter, chocolate, peanut butter, if you can get those, are fire, and then five, um, what else do I like? <sighs> mm, maybe a good, like, key lime, but that's kind of rare. Huh. Yeah. I've never mm-hmm. once heard of somebody liking key lime pie. You're yeah, if you can get a good key lime pie, it's pretty fire. Nice, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Last two coming up here. What are the top five things to do before you eat Thanksgiving dinner? Top five things to do before you eat Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh drink. <laughs> um shower. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing like a nice refreshing shower and then go have a meal. I like to shower first. So drink. Shower, mediate a family argument because that's my favorite pastime, and I will a thousand percent instigate that shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring up shit that I know is touchy that we're not supposed to talk about, and I'll choose sides from the start. Um, maybe a nap. I wouldn't be mad at a little nap before I ate a big meal. Um. Mm. Five or five feet. Put on some sweatpants. <laughs> I want to be eating in jeans, restricting myself. Uh, all right. Paige, what are your top five things? Well, my, my dinner's kind of early, so I feel like wake up. Um, I was also going to say shower. I probably won't eat anything until Thanksgiving dinner so fast. Um, mine are not very entertaining. I have to drive to my family, which is like 45 minutes. Um, and I mean, if I'm tired, like if I get up early and I'm tired, I might have to nap before that. Okay. And nap after, but. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Number one, always play football in the morning. Always a good time. Um, number two. 
got to make sure you get those uh, football bets in because, you know, we're running people for money. Um, three, three shower because they're going to be sweaty after football. Four, get a little lounging and maybe take a little nap if you have a little time. And then five, I like to get a little snacking and get myself ready to go. Nothing too heavy. Maybe a couple chips here, you know, waiting around. We'll oh, see. we haven't talked about the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Does anybody you watch like, that? Do you watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade? <laughs> no, I don't watch it, but I'm I, like, I feel like that's a huge part, and we haven't mentioned it. Is that a huge I, part? I have never watched it. Yeah, I've never even known that was like part of Thanksgiving until now. Uh, my parents are heavy into it. Really? Yeah. Why? Must be a white people thing. All right, continue. <laughs> Must be. If I, if I found my mom watching a Thanksgiving parade when it's cooking to be done, oh, somebody <laughs> would hear it from me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Top five things to do post Thanksgiving dinner. <sighs> drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I should have put drink in my pre-dinner as well. Yeah, you probably should have. So, drank board games or card games of your choosing. For me, when I'm with Eli's family, it's going to be Monopoly. When I'm with my family, it's going to be poker. So, those are the two, really. Um, or Taboo. For some reason, them niggas like Taboo. Uh, I said drank. I said games. You know, there's always like the sit around and reminisce phase. Or y'all just like sit around and shoot the shit for a little bit. So that. Mm-hmm. Try to swindle bar money off of people. <laughs> How are you swindling bar money? Oh, I've got a bet that I'm going to propose to one of my brothers who's one of the people. He's one of the types of people who doesn't like to say no to anything because he thinks he can do everything. And I'm thinking I'm going to throw about 50 beans on this this Thanksgiving to see if he'll fast through Thanksgiving. <laughs> yep. So, I'm some money. so swindle money. And then five is pack a to go. Because since none Ooh. of us live at my mom's house now, it's really a first come, first serve to go type situation. So you got to be prepared. You got to bring your own Tupperware. You got to bring your own boxes. Because Van not letting you leave with her shit. Mm-hmm. But she's also not letting you leave with too much anyway. So you got to be one of the first ones in because, like, the longer it takes you to get your shit, the less of whatever it is you're getting. And I got to go back to Mansfield soon, so I'm going to need food. Okay. <clears throat> Paige, what about you? After Thanksgiving dinner, the first thing would be <clears throat> And then probably wake up from that nap and have another plate of food. And then play with my little cousins. And then hit up my friends to see what we're doing later. And then go drink. I think that's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Top five for sure. Number one is always take a nap. Number two, drink. Number three, depending on what time it is, watch more football. Number four, get that second or third plate and a little dessert on the side, depending on how late it is. Mm-hmm. Number five, mm, Probably do a little Black Friday shopping, depending on if there's anything worth it. Okay, okay. But that's just me. All right, that's been another uh, segment of Top 5, Top 5. I think we should switch into some Porch Talk Sports Talk.
if you're ready is. I'm ready. Uh, let me just say this. The Falcons are garbage and dead to me once again. It's a every week thing, man. We're not getting no better. Well, well, you had like a two-game stretch where you guys were decent. We'll beat teams we're not supposed to, and then we lose teams we should blow out. It's really a joke. Um, We've got to scrap. We've got to get an influx of youth on that team. We need more speed. We need more size. We need better coaching. Fucking dude, when I saw that tweet about Dan Quinn taking a field goal when you're down like two scores, blew my mind. Yeah. Um, um, the the Eagles aren't doing much better though. Yeah, but they're tied hand in hand with the Cowboys, who are also not doing good. So. Yeah, but do y'all, the, do y'all have the same record, or are y'all one game behind? I think we're a game behind. So basically. I think basically, I think it's all. It's gonna come down to when we play the Cowboys, who's gonna win the division. Yeah, y'all gotta handle your business. But yeah, um, here's the thing: I don't even know if I want to because I don't think we're going to the Super Bowl. So it's not. like, why would we try to make it into the playoffs and try to go on a run if we're not gonna make it? Yeah, hope for like, some magic. Why? Why not just go and try to get a draft pick? Because the NFL doesn't want to tank. I hate it. Because we should the Falcons should have been taken all year. Yeah, you guys really have potential to tank, and then you're like, ah, we're just gonna go on a little run here and start getting a couple wins. I think we're at like eight, right? Now. That's where we pick the draft. That's way too far. Now. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep because I was fucked up after drinking with Eli last night. <laughs> and I fell asleep and missed all of the 49ers game. Bruh. And then I woke up this morning at like one and checked that shit, and I was like, "Oh my god! <laughs> like, what? What did these niggas do?" It's wild because I want to say the spread wasn't that big on the game. I did a teaser, and it was like plus nine for the Packers, and I was like, "Listen, there's no way. Regardless, I know the Packers are probably not going to win this, but there's no way that Aaron Rodgers in prime time is not going to show out and put up points." And he didn't do shit. And I saw a tweet today where, because people like to give Kirk Cousins a lot of shit for being like terrible in prime time. And like him and Aaron Rodgers are basically the same when it comes to prime time. They're like three and five. They're not that good. And I'm like, dude, what is actually going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's tricky with them because everyone was saying how the Packers are going to show the San Fran that they're not that good and San Fran's going to be exposing shit. And I was telling people, I was like, bro, like, y'all tripping. San Fran got a real defense and their offense is slowly getting better. They got their tight end back. Emmanuel Samuels is going to get built in more and more. They got three good running backs. Like, we, mm-hmm. we're faking on these niggas. Like, they're not the real dude. I didn't want to believe it, but, like, Jimmy G's looking competent now and, like, I don't see them not winning the NFC right now. Yeah. Like, who's going to give them a run? Maybe the, the Saints? Seahawks. The, the Seahawks, Seahawks are going to be what gives them the run. The Man, Seahawks no. didn't even look that good yesterday, and we're not that good. Yeah, but you know everybody plays down to competition. The Seahawks and, are the kings of playing down to their Yeah, competition. they win the games that they're supposed <laughs> to win, but they win it in the worst fashion. They'll be teams that are 2-10 and 10 by, like, a field goal. All right, but didn't they beat the 49ers? Oh, I forgot about that. They did beat the 49ers. Was, where was that? Was that in San Fran, too? That was in San Fran. It was a close one. Oh, mm, I don't know. But Greg Kittle was out for that. 
Wasn't he with that broken ankle? Was that he's out, right? Sanders wasn't there yet. Russell Wilson, I I don't want to bet against Russell Wilson, man. But San Fran looks dangerous. Saints, terrible. Yeah, the Saints. How do you? We they were literally. They literally had like a two-score lead, and then I check again, and it was a tie game. Like, what was going on? Who did they play? They played um, the fuck, fuck, fuck the Panthers, and the Panthers were getting blown out last week by you. Kyle Allen couldn't get a pass against you guys, and then he's putting up monster numbers against the Saints. I don't understand, dude. I still don't understand this NFL season. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, we have Monday Night Football tonight. Ravens at Rams. That should be solid. Um, Jared Goff has looked terrible all year. He has, but I got the Rams shot. Here's the thing. If Lamar Jackson shows out this game, there's no way he's not going to win the MVP. Man, I'm sick of this. <laughs> telling people I'm sick of this nonsense. The MVP of the whole league is literally Christian McCaffrey. It is. Oh, no, I agree with you. I think this is stupid that Christian McCaffrey is not even getting any clout about it. He's literally the most valuable person on that team. Literally. Like, he's a dog. He's doing his thing. Bro's got over, what, 1,100 rushing yards. I think he's got like 450. He's got over 450, 500 receiving yards now. Bro's got 15 touchdowns on the season. Like, what more could you ask him to do for that dying franchise? Like, he's the reason they're a little relevant. Literally the only thing. Like, Lamar Jackson's been good. I'm like, I'll give it to him. He's a good running back quarterback, but... He's also played so... He's He won the games he needed to win against the big teams. The Patriots mm-hmm. game was definitely a good moment for him and the Chiefs won. But all these... A lot of those numbers are put up against terrible teams, so he's got inflated stats. Bro yeah. played the fucking Dolphins. I think he played the Giants after that. He's played the Bengals and Steelers and gets to play them again. And the Browns twice were trash. Like, come on. Yeah, he put up crazy numbers against Miami. He barely beat Arizona. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to Cleveland. They beat Pittsburgh in overtime in a close game. They barely beat the Bengals. They beat Seattle. They beat New England. They crushed Cincinnati, and then they crushed Houston. Yeah, his, it's not that impressive. Uh, like, here's the thing. <laughs> When I'm looking at the their thing and it's uh, passer ratings, their passing yards, 140 against Seattle, 161, and then he's leading them in rushing. One, two, three, four, five. So f- almost half the games this season, he's been leading them in rushing. Yeah, they got a dog in running. That's not like. Yeah. No. Well, it's easy for him. It's tough. He's like he the way he is as a quarterback is like how I'll play with like a scrambler man like that's what I like to do because a quarterback you know if there's nothing there you can just go run with it like that's what he is. This is gonna work for about a year. If the Ravens don't make no noise, if the Ravens don't make no noise in the playoffs, and I honestly don't got them making no noise in the playoffs because I think the first seed that they get is gonna be a tricky one because they're gonna either get Houston again. Are they gonna fuck? Oh my god, bro! They're gonna get Houston again. So get the fucking Chiefs or what's the? Who are the other two? They're not gonna. I think the Steelers are in right. 
unless their first game is the Steelers, I have them getting bounced real quick. Because I don't think he's going to put up numbers. It's going to get colder wherever he plays, and that's going to be a problem first of all. And then this is going to fall apart like every one of these situations where running quarterbacks have usually. Because right now it's cool because, like, that's our boy. That's Lamar go off. Mm-hmm. And we got a chance to compete for a championship, they think. But after you see this a year or two, niggas going to start getting mad about not getting their touches, not getting their catches, because this is going to affect their money soon. And if they're not winning, they're also not going to want to lose money. And this nigga tucked the ball way too much. I'm a receiver because I don't even get enough opportunities to be tucked. Yeah. So I can't get I can't get pro bowls. I can't get all pros. I can't fucking get a pay raise at that rate. Nah. Yeah, I mean, Mark Ingram's not getting enough touches. He's not getting enough yards. I mean, it's all cool when you're winning, but once you start losing, everything changes. He's getting nowhere near as much touches. Plus, once that dog fighting scandal comes out, because, you know, all running quarterbacks like to fight dogs, it's going to be an issue. <laughs> hey, bring, bring his dog to the bird any day. And that shit can get tore the fuck. Yeah. I still have <clears> my <throat> dog fighting bull. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. I still think, I mean, literally, he's one hit away from it all going downhill. His backup, RG3, literally experienced that. Here's what's crazy, though. I think he could go down and they'd be the exact same team. Because they put RG3 in, and I think RG3 can still do all of it. After two yeah. years of not playing ball, they'd be the exact same team. I mean, they catered, which is smart, they catered their whole offense around his, like, him, his play style and like, him as a quarterback. Which is literally what they're doing now is literally what the Shanahan's did for RG three. A lot of yeah. pistols, a lot of read options. So you only got two receivers running routes. So you only got to read two people, and yeah. you're banking on the defensive backs and linebackers biting on the run because y'all run so much. Like yeah. it's not complicated, and he'll get ate up in the playoffs when he plays good teams. And this shit won't last more than a year or two. Yeah, I mean the only difference is. It seems like Lamar Jackson's way more elusive than RG3 was. And he's got he's better more, arm strength. He's more elusive, but I don't know about the arm strength because RG3 had a cannon, and I think RG3 was a little more accurate than Lamar. And right now it works because there'd be so many busted defenses and linebackers and corners biting on the run. So a lot of the time his receivers is wide the fuck open. Yeah. You don't really see his touchdowns or big plays where it's in like tight coverage Third and eight, he got to make a throw. These niggas be streaking down the middle of the field. But also, they, I mean, they have, like, super speedy. Like, Marquise Brown is so fucking fast yeah. out there, which is smart. Because, I mean, when like when I watch Eagles, like, if you don't have speed out there, it's hard for you to, them to stretch the field because it's like, I don't really need to respect it when my wide receivers can't even, like, get off on a route properly. No, y'all got one, y'all got one boy who can really run a route. Who? Aguilar. He just can't catch <laughs> so, he's got a whole different problem. Ugh, I don't know. That's it still that. blows my mind to this very day. I just do not understand how niggas make it to the league and cannot. Bro, you have gloves that make it like the. It's so easy. And and also, if your hands aren't good, you got off seasons to work on it. You got so many things at, available to you where you can improve this, so why are you not doing so? I'm telling you right now, from 8th grade to ninth grade, I really could not catch like that, like that. Like, I could catch, mm-hmm. but you wasn't going to send me on a fucking deep route or some shit like that, drop it over my shoulder and 
and I wasn't going to locate the ball and catch it. But then I went to high school, and they told me I was going to move the corner. So I was like, damn, I got to catch. So guess what we did? We got on the jug machines. We did that shit. And these hands catch everything now. So it's like, <laughs> y'all are in the league. Like, what, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Literally take the time to improve yourself. Literally, if he hopped on the jug machine for, like, 20 minutes after every practice, that nigga could catch. I, I just need to know what he's doing. Because Ted Ginn couldn't catch when he came in the league, and now Ted Ginn can catch. I think Aguilar's issue is he doesn't track the ball well. Because you'll just see, like, on those deep – like, that default, when he should have caught that, he tracked it so terribly and made it, like, twice as hard as it should have been. That – if it's a catching issue, that can be fixed. Yeah. My college coach will always tell us because we get wide receivers sent over to the DBs because everybody thinks they receive when they get to college up in high school. Nah, man. You can't <laughs> teach someone how to track a ball. Yeah. But the niggas who do that shit exceptional, bro, we had this white boy on the team play baseball. He was an all-state baseball player. That nigga could track like no other. Like, it would almost blow my mind. He would look up at the very last minute and find it, and that was over. And I was like, who the fuck taught you this, nigga? But yeah, you can't track the ball. You can't teach I think we talked about that. Like, it's probably more beneficial if you want your kid to be successful to play baseball at a young age. And then if you want them to play like football, you can kind of teach them that later in life. I don't think we've talked about this, but I could agree with that to an extent. Because, like, you're learning so much, like, again, outfield, like, tracking, like, way better hand-eye coordination, like, arm strength if you want to throw. Like, you can teach someone how to play football if they're experienced and athletic in a sport already. My only issue with that would be, first off, I mean, I'm not a big fan of this, but football 24-7 now for most kids. Because you can play all year in three, four different leagues. Mm-hmm. My only issue with that is baseball players aren't the most in shape unless they're out. So I would only be okay with it if they're out. Well, yeah, that's where you would do most of your tracking and yeah. like pop flies and like fly balls and that kind of stuff. And then you yeah. have the arm strength from throwing from the outfield like into the infield. To this day, I don't know a baseball player who is not decent. At like you can throw them out there telling the route to run. The route's not going to look pretty, but they're going to come down with you. It blows like, my mind. Yeah, I'm saying even if you start your kid off at like until like 6th, 7th grade, maybe 8th grade. 8th uh, grade might be a little young. Maybe like until like 6th grade playing baseball. And then once their body's starting to develop, you start putting them into football. Like you're getting the best of both worlds at that point. Oh, absolutely. Little combo. Um, I'm trying to think what other games happened yesterday. I mean, the Pats aren't still aren't looking great out there. I mean, but the Pats always look like this come November, December. Well, yeah, it's it. The thing is, it's better to peak later than like right early, like right now. Yeah, like you don't want to be the oh that was the best team at the beginning of the season, and then come playoffs, nobody give a fuck because they're balanced. Yeah. So they got that defense. The rookie looks nice. That was a nice grab that he made. Um, mm-hmm. I. T- People keep saying that they think Gronk is going to come back. I don't think Gronk is coming back. Gronk is down like 45 pounds, so he, there's just no way he would get him play in shape in time. No, so I don't he, think Gronk is coming back. He's already got a Super Bowl party planned for the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I don't think Gronk is coming back, but they got to figure out something. Uh, Deion Sanders hinted last night on NFL Network that he's heard like serious talk that they're going to bring him back. My only issue with that is I don't like rewarding brats. And I feel like in this situation, this nigga will be rewarded for being a brat slash bitch 
and that's such a <laughs> terrible precedent for kids. <sighs> like this, um, they bitched out of the Raiders, came to New England. They tried to work with him. And then he had more shit come out, and they were like, "Yo, this just doesn't work." Then he bitched out the owner, like, "Come on, bro! Like, he can't come back." But they need somebody. Well, I think they're not. I mean, let me see. Let me look at these stats real quick. I feel like they're not running the ball as much as they probably should be. That's because Sony Michelle not doing what he was supposed to this year. I feel like he started out decent, and now it's more like they're kind of going back to like James White and like Rex Burkhead kind of thing. Hey, you know James White. I mean, you can't you can't be mad at a running back who can run the ball and catch out in the backfield. And James White can literally run a play. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not at this point. It doesn't matter for like these teams until it hits, it hits playoff time. Literally, like you know, Dallas got not Dallas. Um, what am I trying to say here? The Patriots are good. Um, you know, Four Downs are good. Seahawks are probably good. Um, like just teams like that, like Ravens are probably good. So it's like, all right, at this point, just make the season healthy, and then we'll see who's really about it come playoff time. And if I'm putting my money down, it's always going to be on the Pats because you don't get rich betting against the Pats. Always on the Pats. Um, I put a flyer this year on the Niners because I really got faith. But if the Bills find a way to sneak in, I could see them upsetting a lot of teams that aren't the Patriots. I mean, their defense is solid, and if Josh Allen can is real, and can Josh Allen is a fucking baller, especially if they were to be able to play in Buffalo, dude, can you imagine a Buffalo playoff game? That atmosphere, it'd be degenerate. It would be incredible, dude. And they're good right now. What's their record? Let me look this up. I think they're like seven and three, eight and three. They're eight and three, dude. They're probably gonna make the playoffs. Mm, they play yeah, the Cowboys. We got to see how they finish. They play the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Pats, and the Jets. So that's two to three they wins. Should, at the worst, they should end up ten and six. At the best, I could see eleven and five. Hey, that that should definitely be enough for them to um. Yeah, you would think that. To at least get a wild card because they're not going to win the division. Conference wise, I mean they're third, so they definitely they're definitely going to get as long as they can win out. They should be all right. They're not win out, but win. Two to three more. Yeah, I was gonna say get two more games. I think they could be the Cowboys. Cowboys haven't been looking that good. The Cowboys is a tricky one because you never know who you're gonna get. Are they playing in Buffalo? If it's in Buffalo, then my money's. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Buffalo playing at Dallas is definitely harder. So are they in Dallas or Buffalo? Oh fuck, they're not. Wait, Dallas? Oh no, it's at Dallas because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, fuck, that's not uh, great. That's a quick turnaround. Maybe they can get it. I'm not. I wouldn't be mad. Here's the one Dude. thing that I do hate. Mm-hmm. I hate the Southern team who play in dome. The shit makes no sense. The Falcons play in dome. I don't understand. Because the Green Bay's advantage is nobody wants to come up to Lambeau and play in the cold. The Steelers' advantage is nobody wants to come play in the cold. Like, that's what the teams up north do. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to use it to our advantage that y'all niggas come from the south. And y'all used to sixty degrees, and you're coming up here and it's twenty and snowy, and y'all had y'all got hit with a climate change. So why are we giving them a dome for when they come down to play us? Like you, you think leaving the cold 
and coming to a nicely 65 degree turf dome is hard for them? That's fucking like, vacation. I feel like people don't like playing on turf, though. I mean, the fast teams like playing on turf. I'll be honest. I know it's an advantage, but like, I would, I want no parts of playing outside. Unless it's going to be warm out, I want no parts of that. See, I wouldn't want that, but those teams live off that shit. Because they already know that these niggas are coming up here from, let's say, some of the Florida teams or New Orleans and those niggas who also have domes. Y'all don't want to go to fucking Green Bay in the winter to play those niggas? Bro, fucking, uh, everybody on the Seahawks is rocking, like, those, uh, like, face mask hole covers to stay warm. And then you have all the Eagles players just rocking, like, short sleeves like nothing. So yeah. it's, like, even that, and they're just coming from the West Coast. I mean, they're kind of up there in Seattle, but I feel like it just doesn't get as cold up there. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably cold, but that's it right there. The Eagles got a little bit. Yeah, they got a decent little bit. Yeah, I mean, depending on the week with the fucking weather up here in the Northeast. Um, since this is the Thanksgiving episode, let's give our predictions for the three Thanksgiving games coming up. There's three. Yeah, so twelve thirty on Fox. You got uh, the Bears at Detroit. Why do uh, they always let Detroit play, man? Detroit is trash. Stop it. Um, with the way Chicago played. Uh, yesterday, they were actually kind of sort of decent against the Giants. I'm assuming since Stafford's going to be out, Chicago should win. Uh, Chicago, Stafford's still out. I'm going to go Detroit. I like Driscoll. Um, Bills at I go, Dallas. I go 24. You said, what's the next one? Bills at Dallas, 430. CBS. 4.30. That's the hard one. Because you would think Dallas is going to get their shit together if they just lose Buffalo is coming down to them. It's warm. I feel like it's always a lot easier. The Bills got that defense, man. I'm going Bills 24-30. I think if Amari Cooper's still hurt, which it seems like he's not in great shape right now. Does Amari just saw? I mean, I, listen, I'm, I'm dealing with that with fucking Alshon Jeffrey, dude, so I don't even know. But I, I want to say the Bills, but I don't know. I'm going to go Bills. And in the final game, 820 on NBC, the Saints at the Falcons. Which is crazy since we literally just played them like, what, a week ago? Yeah, well, every all the divisional games are like at the end of the season this year. Um, are we in the Dome? You are in the Dome. We always play the uh, Is Julio still hurt, though? Is he going to be all right? No, Julio's hurt. I thought, he, I thought I saw he left at like third quarter yesterday. Oh, dude. I'm going Falcons. I'm going to go Falcons 31-21. I think the Saints don't know it, but they got a problem on it. And Drew Brees is their problem. Because they look Brees way better with Teddy B at QB than they have with Drew But Teddy B didn't put up points. I think it's more their defense. You shit. didn't need to put up points. They were winning without putting up these huge numbers. And the more that they – like, they played a solid, more team-oriented game. When Drew Brees got out there, it's – Get a ball to Michael Thomas, score. Get a ball to Michael Thomas, score. And it's not really, I hope y'all can stop him. It's just, I hope we can outscore. Okay, that's fair. I'll probably take a lot. Yeah, I'll probably take the Saints still. I don't trust wow. the Falcons after this week. Cool. Well, don't and worry. This is, and this will literally be the week where they like blow the Saints out. And I'm just like, I don't know what, I don't know anything about the Falcons at this point. <sighs> All right. So let's wrap this podcast up with some music and TV recommendations. Paisley, you want to start on that? Um, 
let's see. Hmm. <laughs> what have I been listening to? Um, I'm going to plug Jack Harlow again, just because I'm going to um, an album party of his on Saturday. So you should listen to Jack Harlow. Warsaw is my favorite song by him. Um, I haven't really been watching anything besides Disney Plus, and right now I think I'm still watching Even Stevens. So I'm going to plug Disney Plus in general. Okay. Uh, hey, what do you got? For music, I'd say... Um, I'd say You Deserve It by Trippy Red. Trippy's album came out. Um, what Was I will good? play is don't play the. What'd you say? Was it good? It's I. Right. It's about. It's got about four or five bops out of twenty. Mm, Whatever that means. <laughs> um. Don't play it in a car though, because every car I've played it in it sounds terrible. He a SoundCloud rapper. I guess he don't really got money, money like that. I don't know what this bullshit is, but whoever his producers are, they mix this shit terrible. It's mm. way too much bass. Like you can't hear the lyrics. It's just an obnoxious amount of bass. So don't put it in a phone. I haven't put it in headphones either, but I want to say don't put it in headphones. <laughs> like, it's way too much bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV-wise, I'm about to start back up on uh, Naked and Afraid, so I'll plug that. Okay. Um, I don't know what this means, but the Game of Thrones Twitter tweeted out, uh, winter is coming, so I guess we'll see what the hell that's all about. Oh. Maybe they'll just redo the whole last season. Well, they did like a prequel spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing, but, you know, who knows. Um, TV-wise, I don't have anything, but I saw that they put us up on HBO, so I'm probably going to watch that tonight and see how good that actually was. Music-wise, I don't really have anything, so it was always just, you know, share the podcast with someone. Very greatly much would appreciate that. And I think we're going to wrap this podcast up. So thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate you guys. Be sure to, you know, subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on YouTube. And I swear I'll put up some um, clips soon. And I think Paige will have the playlist together soon as as well. Oh, shit. I was supposed to have that done by today, huh? Mm, you still got time. Well, <laughs> this comes out Thursday. So you have until Thursday, really. Ooh, okay. Uh, but yeah, that's been it. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Baby, I look good. I look handsome. Somebody gonna take me for ransom. Everybody around me is handsome. Ain't nobody around me. Jumped in the what the fuck is that? Uh, took a shot of any out of bag. Girl, you know it's real. I ain't trying to brag. I just wanna take it to the bag. Bust it down, bust it down, bust it down, oh yeah. Bust it down.